from shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 hockey. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Hour number two, Almost Sports on a Wednesday. It's been a fun program so far. A lot hey, of goofing we, off. We, we, we do enjoy Full, full disclosure. I was a little worried today. I was like, ah, I don't have the spirit for it today. Dude, CJ, Wednesdays are the worst. It's been a good, good time. Oh, man, if you want to talk about goofing off, I have not cleared this with my man CJ Morgan yet, but what I would like to do for draft day tomorrow... I mean, let's. Am I trying to it. drive them all away? We just one? did burgers and we did <laughs> outfits. Why uh, not? That'll be on tomorrow's program. Uh, today, uh, here, let me uh, scoop from CJ Morgan a little bit. A, uh, a top 10 list from CJ is on the way, but in Texas's 41 to 34 loss to Oklahoma State on Saturday, silver lining, Bijan Robinson became. Texas's 10th all-time leading rusher. Number 10. In the first half. All-time. In the first half? Oh, yeah. He played much. Yeah. They stopped giving him the ball. That totally makes sense. Uh, he's got uh, four more, at least four more games. Conference championship game? Uh, a bowl game left in his Texas career, so he can probably jump he might up. stay one more year. He ain't staying I wish you would. Get out of here, man. You I was going back through year. the last of the bad years of Charlie Strong and even some Tom Herman, and man, like, little Jordan Humphreys left early. Donta Foreman left early after having a 3,000-yard. Like, we had so many players leave early that mm-hmm. could have turned this team around. And it's well, just see, sad. The, the, I, well, if you grew up watching football in the 90s and I guess maybe the 80s a little bit, early 2000s, then yeah, I, I feel you, these guys leaving early. But now, if you're a good football player, you go after three years. It's, but not, you can it's still, not early. But you can it's still, not early. You, you stayed long if you if you play four the years. The reason was is because you wanted to go get paid. But now in college, you can get paid. What about glory? What about winning a championship? Yeah, they don't care about those things, CJ. Man, but it is an interesting... As as name image likeness, you know, w- rounds into its second year and some. I will be interested to see the first college th- that tells a player if you go to the NFL, you're taking a pay cut. I mean, like because Bijan Robinson, the way running backs in the NFL works, there's a let's even just say he, a time limit. Let's just say he's a uh, end of the first round pick. Like, end of the first round gets paid $1.23 million, something like that. There, you, you can line the boosters up who say, Bijan, play at Texas another year, $5 million. Yeah, do you want to go we'll be a backup? Five, we'll pay you for... $8 million and play here at Texas. Um, I could see it happen. But do you I think, and honestly, just to kind of turn this back to Texas, uh, do you think Bijan and Worthy are gone, right? Well, Xavier Worthy's a sophomore, right? Is, he, is this his third year? You have to be three years removed from your high school class. And I am pretty positive that this is just the second year okay, uh, okay. of Xavier Worthy. So I think that he has to he has to come back another year. Yeah. Uh-huh. The real interesting one is Quinn Ewers because... Oh, yeah, he's only 19. I don't know the... Uh, I don't know yeah, he's a sophomore, how... Exa- it's the NFL's rule that you have to be three years removed from your high school class. When does the clock start ticking? Because Quinn Ewers didn't go to his senior year of high school. This is technically his second year of college football, but he is only one year removed from his high school class. 
I don't know. The answer is when Arch Manning is here, then we're going to throw Quinn Ewers' body but, but in the But he's also not going. He, he's not NFL ready right now. Like Quinn Ewers, what are you was. talking about? He'd be a top uh, four arm in the yeah. league today, CJ. I think he's, today. I think he, he knows he needs one more year to really put some shine on it. Um, how many... In the uh, how many uh, in the top ten in, uh, Longhorn rushers of all time can C.J. Morgan name? I'm gonna hold on one, two, three, four. I believe you will get five. You have a chance to get six. If you don't get five, they're taking your sports show away. So we've CJ. already said Bijan. All right, oh, no, he doesn't um, count either. That one hold does on, not let me count. let me pull up a note. No, don't. I, I'm, no, I'm just so oh. I can write him down. Okay, no. Uh, okay. Um, I mean, here, let's, do, let me go with the obvious. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams, six thousand two hundred and seventy nine um, yards. Played four years, the full amount at Texas, sixty-two hundred yards. Jesus, uh, okay. Priest Holmes. It is it is nuts that uh, what's his name, Ron Dane, broke that record. It's not cool. Uh, Priest Holmes, not on, on the, list. the list. You must be stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh, no, Priest Holmes, because that was an interesting time. I feel like he really only had a year where he was the feature back. Kind of weird, like Priest Holmes, when he went to the NFL and eventually became the best player in fantasy football for a couple years for the Chiefs, he was not that highly touted of a guy going to the league. And yeah, he was, I'm going to, now I'm top of my heading a lot of this. He was a senior when Ricky Williams was a sophomore or freshman, and so he was sharing carries throughout his college career. All right. Uh, Priest Holmes, not on the list. Earl not Campbell. On uh, Earl Campbell is number three. Um, I'm going to go wild and say Vince Young. Vince Young, very Does that good. Count? Very good. Yes, the only quarter, I believe the only quarterback on the list. Oh, because I was about to say there's, Colt. There's but. some old school guys here that I, I'm not sure about. Yeah, Vince Young, uh, 3,100 uh, rushing yards in just three seasons at the quarterback position. Hot take, Vince Ooh, Young, good at, football. Uh, good Jamal, at Char- football. Jamal Charles, no, he had injuries and he was only. Three seasons. Say right? Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles is number four. You could say arguably the most impressive number on here. Well, yeah, no, I mean Ricky's is because uh, yeah, he only played three seasons. He also his rookie year, rookie freshman year, was the year that they won the national championship, and he had Ramont Taylor and Henry Melton uh, in, then, the ba- in the and back. And then Ramont Taylor just goofed Ugh. and completely ruined. They they could have ran a wishbone that next year. Don't yeah. And don't, then Ramont Taylor just went from. Don't, don't just walk around with backpacks full of drugs. Is that what Ramont Taylor did in the national championship game? And he was going to be our guy, the yeah. utility running back receiver. He was a rich man's Reggie Bush. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cedric Benson. Cedric Benson is number two all time. Really? Uh, rest all in right. peace, Cedric Benson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all 5, right. Fifty-five hundred forty yards. For so Cedric I've Benson. got Ricky Williams, Earl One, Campbell, two, three, Vince four. Young, Jamal Charles, Cedric Benson. Obviously, Bijan. We open with five. Yeah. There's um, a, there's only one other. There's a bunch of old guys, and then one guy that's recent. Uh, Oh, uh, uh, no, Dante Foreman only had one year where he was had like three. Uh, Selvin Young? <laughs> uh, Selvin Young is a, a reasonable guess. That is not correct. Uh, here, number five is Chris Gilbert. You remember the 1966, 67, and 68 years from the incredible Chris Gilbert? Sure. Me neither. Uh, Roosevelt Leakes, the early 90s. Roosevelt Leakes. Uh, AJ Jam Jones. <laughs> Uh, number nine. I mean, I guess I should give you credit for it. Colt McCoy? It's Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman. Yeah. Oh, man. Deontay Foreman. I was so close to picking him over yeah, yeah. Selvin Young. Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman is interesting. It's kind of like we the, talked about the early 2000s Cowboys. 
Like it's a dark time in the Deontay Foreman years for the Cal- for the Longhorns because those are the Charlie Strong years. Those are the years that I've hey, lost. Charlie recruited lost to, Sam Ellinger, Kansas that year, uh, and uh, I remember that specific that game by against Kansas State. That game against Kansas, I think Deontay Foreman. First lost to Kansas. He had like thirty eight carries. Okay. Like we were just we were we were trying to nineteen sixty style beat them by just running it every play and we couldn't do it. Still lost to Kansas. Yeah, I mostly just what were you saying? Dante Foreman? it's Deontay Foreman. Deontay I'm in a I'm in a fight with my my work wife, Nick Hajda, because he wants it he wants it to be Donta Foreman. <laughs> and I'm like, That's no, funny. it's clearly not. I was uh I mispronounced a, a sports guy's name last night with my group of friends. Don't even remember who it was. You mispronounced a name? Uh, I don't believe you. And then I I don't believe And then it. I was gonna be like, Well, I know how to say Tua's name, and then it went away. I, I oh. forgot Tua Tungo Vailoa. Uh, yeah, that's close enough. Okay. For, uh, close enough. Giannis for Antetokounmpo. No L. Don't put an L in there. Giannis Antetokounmpo. 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 Say it quickly and confidently. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's the answer. Quickly and confidently. Okay. That'll that'll do you. Yeah. Uh, here you want to uh, Luka Doncic. He's your guy. How can you not get your guy Doncic? Doncic. Doncic. Luka Doncic. Doncic. Uh, if we want to have, uh, and now almost sports on pronunciations, Sam Ellinger is going to make his first start on uh, Sunday in the All NFL. Right. Sam Ellinger. How hard is it? There's just going to be Ellinger highlights. Ellinger, because it's G-H-E-R. G-H-E-R. Ellinger. No, I think it's just G-E-R, right? I thought there was an H in there. I don't know, but... Uh, I can't spill or talk. Well, no, and, and, give me radio. I, I suppose I shouldn't bust on the national guys, even though isn't it kind of your job just to know how to say the names? Uh, we he, we had him for four years, so we know it's Sam Ellinger, but there's going to be so many people calling him Ellinger over the next... I mean, the rest of the season. He's going to be the start of the rest of the season, right? I think so. Right? That's what they yeah. said until yeah. he... Starts looking bad. Bijan, Bijan, yeah, here, if I could just bust on Deontay Foreman for a second. Uh, Should have stayed. If he, I mean, he did. He played four years. No, he played three. He went early. Mm, I'm, he, I'm, I'm pretty he, sure he... He, could, he probably could have taken a red shirt and played another year, but at least according to the piece of paper that I'm holding, and papers have never been wrong, CJ, he played in 2014, 15, 16, 17. One, two, three, four years. Four no, years. no, that's not right. Look, you I believe you. I believe go you. early. They were talking about Taysom Hill played at BYU for eleven years. Okay, <laughs> he's forty. He was forty-five. <laughs> it's a real thing, man. It's that clean Mormon living keeps you keeps you young. Uh, if Deontay Foreman is the ninth all-time leading rusher in Texas history, we should just make top five lists <laughs> because is is he an all-time Longhorn? He's not. I'm also wrong. I thought he had three thousand in one year. He only had two thousand. In one season? In one season. Really? I mean, his his entire, he had 2,782. So this is what I just pulled up on Wikipedia. He had 74 yards in 2014, 672 in 2015, and uh, 2,028 in 2016. That probably makes sense. Was he hurt in seventeen, or did he not? Did he literally I, I, not? I really play think that he year? left. Uh, right. uh, I he could was be selected wrong. in the third round of the 2017 draft, 
and was the seventh. Which yeah. would be in the spring of 2017, so he did not play at Texas here. Okay, okay. Maybe it was a bowl game. No, it probably couldn't have been a bowl game because that was your Charlie Sharp. And again, Flyers, I'm not right? I'm not trying to uh, prove you wrong. I'm just trying to save oh, no, you. No, 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 no. I'm trying to save you five dollars. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Because again, you can fact check us That's when good. we get something That's glaringly good. incorrect. Uh, Bijan is only what, 32 yards behind uh, Deontay for the ninth all-time spot. Jam Jones. 34 yards behind that. He can get to... He could get to the top five. Four games left and a bowl game. If they start giving him the ball 30 times He's less than 400 yards behind Vince Young at six and less than 500 yards behind Chris Gilbert at five. So yeah, he's he gets a hundred yards a game. He's going to leave Texas as the fifth time, the fifth all-time leading rusher, I believe. Or he could stay another year. CJ, damn Ricky it, it Williams with six thousand yards. Ricky Williams, pretty good at running that football, man. Pretty good, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, okay, you want a hot take, rodeo me? I'm ready. Let's do it uh, right now. All right. Uh, well, we're Let's gonna come back take, and take, get take wild. a break. Uh, uh, Florida man Kyle inquired, "Can he make, can he throw out topics for hot take rodeo? Please add almost ESPN radio on Twitter. CJ will see those. We'll play some hot take rodeo in just a moment. Now back to almost sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Hot take rodeo, a feature that could only exist in almost sports land. Um, this is the thing." where I'm going to say some things, ladies and gentlemen, brace yourself, that I possibly don't believe because that's how they do it. That's how, how they get famous. That's Stephen how they do it, it in the sports punditry business is whoever says the craziest, loudest thing, uh, they get the attention. They get all the babes. Do they get the babes? I don't think sports guys get babes. Other, other than you and I. Stephen A. Smith probably gets some babes. Skip Bayless babes. He's got to be tough to talk uh, to and be around. Yeah. Probably a lot of dudes. Skip Bayless never met a Botox surgeon he didn't like. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, the whole point is uh, you can take any topic and just say the craziest, most outlandish thing, and that's what we do here is uh, I will uh, have CJ fire topics at me rapid fire, and off the top of my almost sports head, I will do my, my best to hot take them, and it comes with fun music. Let's do it. Hot take rodeo on a Wednesday. Go! Sam Ellinger or Ellinger. Sam Ellinger will make his first start in the NFL on Sunday. I heard you, Jason Dick. I heard you say that what? He's a poor man's Tim Tebow? Well, I'll have you know, Sam Ellinger is about to revolutionize the game as we know it today. Yes, poor man's Tim Tebow. Why? Because he can run and pass the football, but he does. Nobody has had the heart, the hustle, the determination. The precision passing game that Sam Ellinger has. The college game is getting closer. The NFL game is getting closer to college every day. Now is the time for Sam Ellinger to start the legend in Indianapolis. Next, Tom Brady done or one more. Tom Brady is not going to retire after this season. Tom Brady is not going to retire after next season. Tom Brady is not going to retire after five more seasons in the NFL, CJ. Tom Brady's retiring in the middle of this season. Tom Brady will not finish the 2022 campaign. Do the, do, am I understanding this correctly? Do the Bucks have a game in 
Germany or Austria or they got one of them. Hey, we're sending you overseas games. Tom Brady is not going out. Of, he's not going to Europe to play football. Okay, the Bucks are three and four. It's a nightmare. They're gonna say, yeah, 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 yeah. You you got to go play in the Netherlands. He's like, pass. I'm retired, dog. Now he might come back next year and play for another team, but Tom Brady is going to retire before the end of the season. Next, New York Giants number three in an NFL fan poll. Uh, no, no, number three. Like in the entire league? A fan poll on the Twitter New York ranked Giants the Giants number three. Are not even the third best team in their own division, CJ. They're obviously worse than the undefeated Eagles. Obviously worse than the Dallas Cowboys who beat them. The the Philadelphia the Washington Commanders are a better football team than the New York Giants, CJ. All right, now that they got Taylor Heineke back at the at the quarterback position, this whole New York Giants thing is a myth. It's a myth. Pat, uh, not pass. Next, Texas A and M. Oh, might have to pass on that one. <laughs> Texas A and M, you're all talk. All right, Jimbo Fisher, you're all talk. I seen you before the season talking about how you were, you know, the, you you were refuting Nick Saban that they were uh, bought and paid for every player. I should hope not. If you bought and paid for every player, get a refund, man. They use that money on three, weed. Three and four, is that correct? You've now lost three straight. You've lost to Appalachian State this season, and you had the number one recruiting class in all of the world. Your coach, Jimbo Fisher, he makes $10 million a year. What is going on, Texas A&M? Get your house in order next. I don't know if that was a hot take or not. Aaron Judge, free agency. Where is he going? What's he going to do? Aaron Judge. Is he a free agent? Man, you really curveball me with baseball ones here. Uh, Aaron Judge is going to stay with the New York Yankees. If they'll have him, CJ. Aaron Judge. What did he just hit? 62 home runs? Arguably the the record of some sort. Uh, 20 home runs clear of the second place finisher. Aaron Judge is using performance-enhancing drugs, CJ. All right? He is going to get busted. This offseason, there's currently someone in the NFL front office who's sitting on a positive drug test, but they didn't want to tell anybody. They didn't want to tell, they didn't want to ruin this fantastic season that Aaron Judge was having. It's going to be, it's going to be made public in the offseason, and Aaron Judge will be lucky if the <laughs> New York baseball Yankees take him back. I feel bad about that one. Next. Are the Mavs tanking? Should they tank? Nobody is tanking the first week of the season, CJ. Evident, the San Antonio Spurs are three and one. They have the worst roster in all of the NBA. All right, should we freak out if the Lakers are 0 3? Should we freak out that the 76ers are 0 3? Probably, maybe a little bit, but it's the first week of the season. Nobody is tanking. What is the Mavs record? What's going on? One and two. One and two. They definitely shouldn't tank. You have Luka. You have one of the five best players in the league. You can't tank. You can't tank. You'd have to hurt Luka. Next. Clay Thompson taunting Devin Booker. You know, I don't know all of the exact details on about this one. I'm going to need to catch me up. But here, Clay Thompson, hot take. Overrated. Tremendously. To Clay Thompson, I'm going to be nice and tell you you're a rich man's Robert Ory. Right place, <laughs> no. right time. No. What was he saying? You got four rings. Devin Booker's got zero. Yeah. Is that what he was pointing out? Steph Curry has four rings, okay? You, Steph Curry's intern, you get, you get a ring by association. Same goes for you, Draymond. All right? If you put Clay Thompson on a mediocre middle of the road NBA team, Clay Thompson is a mediocre middle of the road shooting guard. The end. <laughs> okay, that one was. Uh, I like Clay Thompson a lot. He is 
uh, well, arguably one of the greatest. Yeah, when the music stops, not, you can be Not really. arguably. He is one of the greatest shooters of all time. You could maybe say number two behind only his teammate Steph Curry. Uh, but yeah, he, he should look upon his situation as, I am very fortunate. I mean, Draymond, very, very fortunate to land on that team with all those players in, in that circumstance at that time. What was the problem, though? I know this, this, did the Suns beat him? Yeah, the Suns, Suns were beating him. He kept saying, I, I four rings, a, I got four rings. I watched a second of that game last night. I, I, I rewound it three times because it was the second quarter. There was a play where uh, the Suns miss a free throw. Draymond Green takes uh, takes the rebound and just goes coast to coast and dunks it. And I was like, did I see that correctly? Did Draymond Green just go dunk, coast dunk? to coast? And I, I really did rewind it several times because this is how much I can't pay attention to basketball in October. Is I, I rewound it specifically to watch that play. And before he would get to the dunk, I was already looking down at my phone. And so I was like, hang on, I have to go back and look again. Uh, What is the deal, though? Why is he, what's he busted? I I was told it was hilarious. Uh, Both of those two got in each other's faces. He kept, he just kept Clay Thompson, Devin Booker. Devin Booker, they each got a double technical. Uh, Clay Thompson walked away, and uh, some dude from the Warriors' shoulder checked him. And Mm. so he headbutted him, I think he headbutted oh. him, and then uh, was uh, ejected after that. So, there uh, you go. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Uh, you watch uh, Inside the NBA? Uh, the Sometimes, halftime yeah. Halftime show? Yeah. Shaq, Chuck? Oh, Ernie, yeah. I, I usually watch it Kenny. at the uh, end of, uh, of the games yeah. that are on TNT. That's a little past my bedtime. It's but my favorite show. Yeah, if I can stay. I mean, and look, they don't need any uh, approval from me. They're the best. They won a million sports Emmys. Everybody loves them. Uh, and I think part of what they would say, it just seems natural, okay? It just seems like they're just some, just some friends hanging out, chilling, talking sports. i tell you this much. makes me feel better about our presentation sometimes, CJ, because it, <laughs> it was halftime. It was halftime of the, the Suns Warriors last night, and uh, they, they, uh, they're going to the studio show, and Charles Barkley just says that the Warriors are playing spectacular. And then Shaq challenges him to spell spectacular. So they did a whole two minutes on whether or not Charles Barkley could spell the word spectacular. I think Shaq and Shaq's Shaq was alleging uh, he was saying ten thousand dollars, a ten thousand dollar bounty if you can do it. I believe Chuck got it. Did you pay up the ten ten G's? All right, let's see if I can do it. Spectacular, go. S P E C. T-A-C... Well, now I messed up. Yeah, Chuck did have to write it. He took yeah, a I'm going to write it. I'm going to write it. Okay. Well, S- he's, he's typing it now. C spec T A C U L A R. Spectacular. That is, if I... You're a smart motherfucker. I think that's correct. I guess. Well, whatever I typed it, auto-corrected it. S-P-E-C-T-A-C-U-L-A-R. I think I said that. I think that's what you said. But as I was watching them play Spelling Bee on Inside the NBA... I was like, you know what? I take rodeo is probably a passable bid. If this is if this gets you the sports this, Emmy, this show's somewhat passable. That's, uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay, it's almost sports. Jason, CJ, back in just a second. Hold on. The almost sports show on one zero two seven ESPN. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven is the phone number. Dad, you're the goat. Can we redo some of those PSAs? <laughs> but it's about like the Brad's Buzz one. But it's about you and I. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Jason uh, fell through a window. (laughs) Probably. Uh, 512-834-1027 if you want to get in here. The C.J. Morgan Top 10 list coming up in just a moment. And now 
Here's a whole bunch of stories that I like, but not so much that I'm going to give them their own segment. As a matter of fact, CJ, you just tell me pass if you don't, if you don't care. Uh, the uh, referees who were the people thought were getting autographs from uh, Mike Evans of the Buccaneers after the game were not getting autographs. Oh, that's right. Just exchanging phone numbers because <laughs> they're all friends from A&M, right? It was an interesting, yeah. Like a local photographer took a video of my, Mike Evans signing something and handing it to the referee. Uh, Mike Evans says, quote, I wasn't signing my autograph. I'll tell you that. I talked to a lot of officials. We're all human beings. He's a nice guy. So we was talking about golf. That's all we was talking about, end quote. I mean, it's a it's a bad look. You're not supposed to do it. It's clear in the policy. Well, uh, but here's the deal. The, that photographer, don't be a snitch. Yeah. Why, why are you being a little snitch? Well, also, the Bucks lost 21-3 to to the Panthers, arguably so, the worst loss of the season. Why would Mike Evans be doing any like he owes the referee something at that point? It doesn't know. Yeah. Maybe match fixing. He dropped that wide open pass. That was, you know, uh, that, was a, that was a disaster. I was so happy that that, that happened because it wiped out like half the survivor pool and then the Patriots lost. And then Monday you got wiped out. Wiped so no out big well. money. So now I'm just like, what's going on here? Uh, Frank Clark, defensive end for the uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs has been suspended two games for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. Personal conduct. See, they're a DWI. Hit his girl. Or guns. Smoking weed? Uh, see, I think that would be the, the, the substance abuse policy. Correct, yeah. Okay. Right. Personal conduct policy. It's either you beat somebody up. It doesn't I guess it doesn't have to be his girl. You just get into a bar fight and you That's assault bad. somebody. They might have. They uh, uh, what were the other ones that I said? Uh, DWI. DWI. Guns. It's guns. Ah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We already knew on, this. Man. He, uh, in September, pleaded no contest to two counts of... Misdemeanor possession of an assault weapon. Uh, sentenced one year probation, 40 hours community service. Uh, he has now been suspended for two games by the NFL. I suppose he could appeal, but <clears throat> perfect timing for a suspension. Chiefs have a bye this week. Uh, <laughs> you can't take your suspension during the bye. That would be... Okay, yeah, I was like, uh, uh, there's no way. Week 9 against the Titans, week 10 against the Jags. So if you could be suspended for all of the games versus the AFC South, probably a, a good strategy. Uh, he'll be back week 11 versus the Chargers. I don't want to go full uh, Beto, I'm coming for your guns style here, even though I'm probably going If you're an NFL millionaire, like he was just rolling around with assault rifles sitting in the back seat. Yeah, don't do I that. I mean, put it in the trunk, dog. Listen, man. You don't need a gun, all right? But put it in the... I'm, I'm what, what they might doing? call one of those lib turds, but I'm also yeah. a gun owner, and I'm also... A very, uh, I very much believe that you should regularly go to the range, learn how to shoot, learn how yeah. to clean, learn how to properly store. And I think the problem with it is, is it's easy to be a gun owner, but there's no, there's no way to make sure you know how to be a gun owner. That is not knowing how to be a gun owner. Like if you're traveling there's in a vehicle, no way to know if you know. I mean, you confused me there. What was that? No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you, there's no way you to can know pass if you're a all responsible the tests, gun the background checks, all of that, but you could still be a dummy who leaves his assault rifle on the back seat. Sure. And, and it doesn't matter how old you are, how long yeah. you've owned a weapon, you should still regularly have to demonstrate that you have clear, able knowledge to properly shoot yeah. and handle yeah. and. Uh, 
take care of the weather. Like that's that's the problem is people don't do that. They also, don't respect it. Well, and you just have so much to lose, Frank Clark. It's a, sort of like what I was saying about Brittany Griner. Like if if just any random tourist gets busted with weed trying to cross the Russian border, I'd be like, that sucks. That was a stupid thing that you did. That you did. But you have so much to lose. Yeah, be a little more it? buttoned yeah. up, man. They're just like us, CJ. They're idiots. Celebrities. Just and, like yeah, us. Absolutely. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott has a knee sprain, uncertain to play versus the Chicago Bears. Do you care? Uh, yeah, because he played just fine last week against me in fantasy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We got a man down. <laughs> fantasy. Uh, uh, CJ's having a rough go at it in recent. Four, four straight losses after starting the season 3-0. and Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because I would say, yeah, the last two weeks have been probably his best-looking weeks of the season so far. In general, I'd say I don't care because Tony Pollard is the best running back on this team. Let me see Tony Pollard featured for a week. I also want to say it's just the Bears. You're going to beat the Bears, but the Patriots tried to say that on Monday night and did not work good for them. Uh, Russell Wilson says he is ready to roll. Will play versus the Jaguars this weekend. That game in London? Are you guys the, do, doing me a... It is in London. Yeah, because they're playing the world's largest cocktail party uh, Saturday in Jacksonville, and they're like, oh, we're not going to be ready for a Jags game. So, yeah, they're, they're sending them to London. You know what? That's one of the craziest... Is this maturation, uh, CJ? I love the London games now. I used to get so annoyed. I you hated it because you got to so adjust annoyed. your fantasy lineup before. Yeah. you got to get it up is, early. It is, don't be tricked, all right? Get your fantasy lineup set before you go to bed. But yeah, now, like used to, I, it was tough for me to wake up by noon to be ready for football on a, on a Sunday. But now, you know, I'm not saying I'm up at 8.30 every Sunday, but it is, you know, 9.15, and I'm like, I got nothing going on. What do we do until the game starts? Come on, give me some game. And they just got a little appetizer game. I love the London game. Let's do okay. one every week. All right, all right. Can I have one every week? Might as well. Oh, no. Golf? <laughs> Rory McIlroy. Says that the PGA Tour and the Live Golf Series, their rivalry is out of control and it could damage the sport permanently. Quote, if the two entities keep doubling down in both directions, it's only going to become irreparable. We are going to have a fractured sport. We're going to have a fractured sport for a long time. That is not good for anyone. End quote. Is this, I mean, we already passed the hot take rodeo. Hang on. This rivalry is the greatest thing that has happened to golf since Tiger Woods, CJ. Is it? I mean, it, it kind of, right? Like, I am a golf... I play lots of golf. I am a golf enthusiast, I suppose. I follow the professional circuit. But, yeah, like, the, the whole live golf... Obviously, it's bad for the PGA Tour. Their whole world has been wrecked. But just in terms of Q score, ratings, needle moving... People are paying more attention to golf because of the Live Golf Tour controversy, right? No, we've been talking about it since the summer, so I guess so. But yeah, yeah I just fell asleep when you talked about oh. golf. And until they do the skills challenge thing, like uh, a night putt putt, the uh, <laughs> so, I, I mean, some real top golf stuff. I right, need to see that. Right, right, how many right. times you can bounce, you know, take your nine iron out, and how yeah. many times you can bounce the ball and go, yeah. That's yeah. pretty impressive, yeah. Uh, I'm down for a, a, a golf skills challenge, for real. Uh, okay, I was trying to delay because I didn't want to do it, but uh, you want to talk about Kanye for a second? What's going on here, man? I don't... I've never been a Kanye guy. 
I've always considered him sort of just like a, an attention-grabbing kind of sure, jackass. First, first two albums were great. Yeah. After that, I'm, yeah. I think a little... I'm not sure which one the first two were, but I like that song, Stronger. Yeah, that was that's a good on, one. College Dropout was a good fun one. Jam. His jam. Uh, the Gold album with Jay-Z was good. Okay. But after that, that's around 2012, really just started to, to lose me. He probably is a man who's got significant mental health issues and needs some help. But look, man, you can't defend him anymore because he's gone full racist, posting anti-Semitic remarks. And now he's uh, Adidas has terminated their relationship. It's over for the Yeezys. Um, Adidas waiting till the last possible minute yeah. to do it, and now they're like, "See, we did the right thing." It's like, but but did you? They, they said in you their got bullied into doing they it. They said in their statement how it's going to cost them a quarter million dollars this quarter alone, and I'm like, "Well, congratulations on pointing out how much money you're losing by yeah. doing the right thing." Uh, yeah, the, Adidas just seems the, like just the, as much as the jerks. Yeah, this. the gap has broken up with him, uh, but it's happening in the uh, Kanye has touched the sports world as well as Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics and Aaron Donald of the Los Angeles Rams say they are both leaving Donda Sports, which I did not know was a thing, but apparently it's an agency founded by the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Hang on, the artist formerly... Oh, it's it's just yay now, right? Yee. Yee? I think. Yee. Yee. Why would it be yee? Yeah, Yeezy. It's Kanye. Yeezy. Oh. I don't know. All right. Here, here's a professional tip, Jalen Brown, Aaron Donald. Maybe don't have. I guess it's working for Jay Z, right? He, but you remember Master P was Ricky Williams' first agent. That went terribly. Yeah, Master P, the dude who every CD that came out, yeah. there would be like eight other or twenty <laughs> other ones of like this is what's happening next, and it did. You probably want to have just an old, crusty-looking lawyer as your agent. Okay, that's who you want. You don't want Kanye as your agent. I would I wouldn't think, uh, but yeah, uh, he's he's been dumped by Jalen Brown and Aaron Donald, and perhaps <laughs> the worst sign of them all. Antonio Brown is defending him. Of course, if Antonio Brown is defending you, Kanye, wake up call. Is that a moment where you're like, oh, hold on, maybe I am out of bounds here. Uh, Antonio Brown defends his friend, saying, quote, I remain true to the mission of Donda and our amazing staff and community. I will remain dedicated to helping clarify statements taken out of proportion by the media. I remain committed to bringing new ideas, experiences, and designs to our world. I remain in the support of the humanity that is ye or yay. What? Okay. Did we take out of proportion? It's his buddy. The statements? I guess so. I don't know, man. Kanye, I hope you're all right. All right? But don't say this. No, don't be mean. Just uh, what I told you to do with Ted Cruz, do that with Kanye. Just ignore him. Did you tell me to do that with Ted Cruz? Everyone. Everyone. Just oh. everyone in general. The royal we, we just do ignore that. him. Yeah, like, that, that. that would be the worst thing. CJ Morgan, top 10 list. We wrap things up on the other side of this break. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. Jason Dick, CJ Morgan, final segment here, 512-834-1027 if you want to squeeze in. Uh, here, one more not good enough for its entire segment uh, story, and then we'll get to the uh, CJ Top 10 list. Did we do, remind me, did we do the cheating fisherman on this show? Do you know about the cheating no, fisherman? No, but I know about it. Yeah. yeah they. Uh, and here's the deal. They went too far with it. Uh, you got to cheat a little bit. But they cheated a lot, and what they did is they, I think they were catching crappie or uh, walleye, I don't remember, walleye. but it's a skinnier fish, Yeah. but they were uh, um, putting weights in it, and they put allegedly way too many weights in it. Yeah. 
because, I mean, look, I'm not in the fishing game, but yeah, these walleye were coming back like 20 pounds heavier than anybody's ever seen a walleye. People know how big they look at you that cheated walleye. cheated too hard. And they're going to, yeah, if you want to add a pound and a half or so to it, maybe you could do it. Uh, they have pleaded, pleaded, not guilty. Oh, so yeah, the fish just eat weights that sink to the <laughs> bottom of the they lake. They made no comments during their brief court appearance. Their attorneys declined to comment, but they have pled not guilty. I mean, I guess, yeah, the, the burden of proof is on the state, CJ. They, I mean, while there's something, hold on, hold on, hold on, brace yourself. There's something fishy going on yeah. here. Uh, there's obviously something. I mean, I don't think that <laughs> they're like the only fish in the contest that had weights in their belly, right? It's not like there's just lead weights growing in this lake and everybody's fishing. No, you're, but how can you prove that they did it? You can't prove that they did it. Without you don't know. Doubt, you don't, don't know. know. You're gonna put uh, you're gonna put that fish on a stand? You're gonna tell the I mean, no. Yeah, but beyond reasonable doubt they probably there's no stuff, reasonable argument still. that it wasn't them, but they have pled not guilty. Which, what? First of all, is this criminal? What? Is, I guess fraud. Yeah, because there's cash prizes, boats, and trucks that you win at these fishing Fish, tournaments. Fishing tournaments, like you just stick the thing in the water and then you wait. Okay, it's a little more than that, but yeah. Is there a? You're an angler. You no, do fishing? I did as a kid, and I like it a little bit. I gave bit, up on fishing I, before I discovered drinking. That was a mistake. Yes. Yeah, I was always just I, like, this is boring. Let's go do something where you do stuff. And I enjoy I like, fishing, but oh, it's never... You when just I sit here with a nice cold Bud Light? Yeah, When I go. go camping at the river or the lake or whatever, fishing is never my number yeah. one priority. I'll... I'll cast a pole every now and then, but I don't. It's more annoying if I catch a fish because then I have to remove it and I got to oh, clean yeah. it, gotta, which I yeah. vaguely remember how to do, but not not my. Noodling? You know about noodling? Yeah, where you uh, you get in the mud in a swamp yeah. or river and you, you pull fist. out a catfish well, you, bare you, hands. You fist them. Like you, you shove your your whole fist down their mouth and you come up with just like <laughs> a, a big-ass catfish yeah. glove. And then you're like, let's go let's go cut this guy up, throw him on the flame. Nah, that's all right. No, that's not do that. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's finish the show as we do many days with a C.J. Morgan top 10 list. The top 10, what? Today's top 10 fantasy players ranked by value at position. So what I did is I sorted uh. them. So you're going to have every position here and their value by position. Uh, so here we go. Starting at number 11, tied, <laughs> actually a tie for number 10, uh, Joe Burrow. He's the number two ranked quarterback, averages uh, 32.6 uh, points per game, tied with really? Saquon Barkley, the number two ranked running back. Say, how Saquon. Is, how is Saquon not the – he's just the best player in fantasy so far, is he not? I he guess is, Austin Eckler he is, is not, going but this, How can he be number – I don't understand. Remember, this is also ranked by value at position, so perhaps you would rather draft tight end Mark Andrews, number nine, the second best uh, tight end – Averaging 15.9 points per game. So what it is, value by position, is is you can... Saquon Barkley on, averages 20 points a game, but yeah. you can get probably another running back similar, whereas with it's, Mark Andrews at 15.9 points per game, drafting him higher behooves you because the fall-off to yeah, the next best tight end is it, steep. It's arguably the most important thing in fantasy football is scarcity. Correct. And that's why forever running backs have been, even though the number one, because they are they're less valuable than you know quarterbacks in the NFL. But there's only a certain number of guys who really produce. Whereas quarterbacks, you can and draft yeah, late, late, late. The tight end position, it's a crazy time it's a out weird there, one. man. Yeah. Because basically, you have Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and the end. 
that's it for the position. Uh, number eight, Tyree Kill, the number two mm. ranked wide receiver, 21.3 points per game. Uh, this is where really? it gets weird. Uh, number seven, Daniel Carson, Las Vegas kicker. The kicker. Uh, tied Get out of for here. the number one kicker, 11.8 points per game, but in this value ranking tied with uh, Justin Tucker, uh, also a kicker, uh, the, also tied for the number one kicker. Um, number one defense. According to fantasy football, ranked by position value at number five, your Dallas Cowboys, 13.7 points per game in fantasy defense. Uh, I've seen people start to like, hey, let's have a real conversation about Micah Parsons be the MVP. And I'm like, ah, that's a fun conversation, but it's not going to happen. You're not going to have a defensive player. Uh, Number four, according to the. Again, top 10 fantasy players ranked okay. by value at position is going to be, be the highest averaging uh, player, Josh Allen, quarterback, uh, 39.5 points per All game. All right. Followed by your top tight end, Travis, Travis Kels, 20.4 okay. uh, points per game. Hold and on. There's two remaining? Two remaining. These I'm are tell and, you who they are. And these are, again, if you just rank this by most points scored, it would all be quarterbacks yeah. with the exception of like Cooper Cups up there didn't make the top 10 yeah. of this. But the, Hold on. Hold on. Uh, the top two. Top two. Number two. Hold on. Hold on. I'm Let not going to tell you. I'm setting okay. you up. Oh, Number okay. two. Value ranked by um, position. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs, correct. Bing, bing, bing. Is uh, number two, 25.3 <laughs> points per game. <laughs> Which leaves the number one fantasy football yeah, player ranked by value at position. You already said it. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Uh, correct. Uh, 24 Fantasy's points per so game. Fantasy so stupid. God, I love it, but it's so stupid. Austin Eckler is not the best running back in football. He just catches a bunch of passes. and all But it's ranked by value. At right. The, and and position. The, yeah. the, the Chargers uh, are always losing, so you can't take him out of the game. Real quick, the highest scoring players mainly in, in order. Number one, Josh Allen. Number two, Joe Burrow. Number three, Patrick Mahomes. Number I mean, four, Lamar Jackson. Well, then uh, number five, Austin Eckler. Then Jalen Hurts. Geno Smith. Stefan Diggs, Justin Herbert, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup to round out uh, I love your top fantasy. scoring fantasy. You know, I have. I love and hate it. I currently, I'll, I'll just tease for tomorrow because I think if I can talk you into this draft idea, I'm going to bring uh, yeah. our okay. work stepdaughter, Emily, in to draft with us. She is, uh, I know, I'm going to say it's you, CJ, who indoctrinated her into the fantasy world. She's what? behaving very unethically, okay? What does she do? Ooh, Myself okay. and mm. Nick and Emily have a standing wager just every week. Whoever has the least amount of fantasy points has to buy food. We said, you just have to buy breakfast. We'll give you the cheapest meal possible, all right? I took them to, I lost one week. I took them to Perry's and bought a very expensive meal. They even got to go food. Emily has now lost for either the third or the fourth time this season, and she's just quitting. She says, I'm not playing the bet anymore. I'm like, you you uh, agreed to a wager. Wait, she lost this week when? which she killed me. <laughs> she she actually tried to say uh, that you should have to buy breakfast because of how, no. mu- how much she kicked your ass. No. Uh, she had 118 points. Nick had 131. And your guy, Jason, had 160. So most points she's trying league. to, well, What's you up, can't baby? do that. But yeah. Just get I'm donuts. Like, we agreed to it. That's the other thing also, I said. you got to pair Go to the vending machine and get me a goddamn Cinnabon. You can't All right? put the, you can't Why? Put the What is the... Help me, I'm poor. I think that's the first GD on ESPN Radio. I pull those all the time down there, but I don't feel good about it over here. Is everything good? Are we good? 
Okay, good. <laughs> the bullpen, Patrick and Brandon are coming in next. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun, right? Guy number two. Yeah, guy number one. E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch because I'm the man. If my team loses, I'll be mean all night. If you tell me to relax, we'll get in a fight. I like my friend. He's a real guy's guy. He's not a loud mouth like that old Steve.